This is the Punctured Foot Podcast with J.D. Patrick, the puncture master. Uh, and Perry Sterling, the actual puncture master. Yeah, we're, we're coming to you live from our couch where Perry has just stepped on an earring, the sharp part. Yeah, like the the top part was flat, so it just went straight into my foot. Yeah. And, wow, that is one of the most painful things I've experienced in a really long time. Wow. And you just had, gave birth yeah. to your Well, I don't want to even think about that. Um, yeah, what's up? Welcome to the Goth Mom Podcast. I'm your host, as I already said, Perry Sterling. And J.D. Patrick. Yeah. And Associates. Follow, follow us on Goth Mom Podcast on Instagram. Uh, follow at J.D. Patrick Comedy. I'm thinking of getting a Threads. I think we discussed this last week. Follow JD Patrick Comedy on Threads. Are you on Threads? Yeah, it it takes nothing. It literally just is it worth it? Should I just do it? I mean, yeah, it's it's nothing yet, but it's just like everything else. It it there is benefit in being one of the first on it. True, one of the first like forty million people. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Wow, I'm having trouble thinking past this. Pe- it's like it's more painful now than when I stepped on it. Mm. The pulling it out was what was really bad. Yeah, you've had a tetanus shot recently, right? Yeah, yes. for the baby. Yes, and for myself. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So, well... I don't understand how people do, like, extreme body... Like, remember we were watching uh, Dragula, and, like, the bonus not get eliminated thing was we're gonna stick a bunch of needles through your arm? Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's a little hard. Maybe, maybe we're not... Maybe we're normies after all, because that was a little, like, yeah, fuck that. That's the thing with Dragula, and I just watched the first season for the... Like, first time in a, I don't know, a couple years, I guess. And it is revolting. Yeah. Like, I cannot eat while I'm watching that show. Nice. It's pretty, pretty disgusting. Are the Boulay brothers actually brothers? No, they're a couple. That's pretty hot. <laughs> I don't know why. That's pretty hot. Just two, just two, That's what you're into? just two fucking Frankenstein lady men loving each other, but pulling up white stripes and like. That's what you're into. We're, we're siblings. <laughs> that last sound is their tongues touching. Yeah, I was going to say, they, okay, whatever, we don't need it. Yes, but they are, they've been together for like 20 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, huge staple in the alternative gay scene, mm-hmm. even before Dragula. When being gay is an alternative enough. <laughs> Put needles in your arm and make out with your brother. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, it is really cool, like the type of drag that they bring to oh yeah it's a whole other whole especially other because unlike drag race they don't really comment on people's personal drag style mm-hmm. they comment more on technical things because they're all the same style no because they're all very different styles uh, well I, I meant specifically i know on drag race there's always like well you're a comedy queen you're a glamour queen well i think the point is that like their their thing is drag is subjective, mm-hmm. so I they feel that they cannot judge someone based on their personal type of drag. They're just gonna be, base it on like tangible things mm-hmm. versus like, I mean you've seen enough drag race at this point where Michelle Visage is like I don't want to see you do like whatever issue she has. Michelle Visage stinks. Yeah. Um. So. You so yeah exactly but there's like people like bear quote unquote bear drag mm-hmm. where they're just like hairy as fuck like I, I did like the meme I saw recently that said uh bear uh, oh uh 
dad bods are just uh, bears for straights. <laughs> I mean, it's what it is. Yeah, you definitely have a dad bod. Yeah, I have a dad bod and I have a bear bod. You have a bear bod too. Rawr. Do I have a mom? I'm not, I, actually, I'm not ha- hairy enough. Mm. I don't know if I would count. Yeah, as you're a, not. Yeah. You've got like five wisps of chest hair. Yeah. That is one thing that has been, um, uh, not fluid is the word, is not the word I'm looking for, but has been the same across the board for a lot of guys I've dated unintentionally. Like, they do not have a lot of hair. Hmm. Interesting. I thought you dated some, like, uh, duskier men where I would have... I did. Wow. Wow. There's yeah. a lot of Mediterranean people and they're no hair. I, remember, I don't I, get it. I remember my dad probably no chest saying hair, my say. dad probably saying he was the only one of his brothers who had chest hair. It's like, yeah, and they all outlived you by fourteen years and counting, so Does one correlate to the other? Yeah, no, people <laughs> with that chest hair die younger from drug overdoses. Oh god. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything. Uh, I don't know what it would count as because in the gay community, because I know there's bears, which are big, hairy, Beats. husky fellas. Battlestar Galacticas. Battlestar Galacticas. They get it from all ends, from all over the universe. Uh, no, there's bears. God. There's otters. Those are skinny but hairy men. There's cubs. There's, like, the, the short ones. But, uh, yeah, those are all basically bear derivatives. I don't know what I would be. I'd be a daddy. Jesse's researching for his gay guys do, sh- or straight guys do Check out Gay Media That's Podcast. Okay. It's going to be called Curious Straight Boys. So, yes, that confusion is good. Are you doing, like, across the board queer media? Or are you sticking to just gay media? We're going to do queer media, but it's we're, we're sticking with gay media to start. Okay. Just because I offered uh, a hosting role to one of our friends who's a little more on the conservative side. Straight up said, I don't know what drag is. I've seen it. I don't understand what it is. Wait, can you whisper how it is? I'm going to get kale from him in an hour. Oh, okay. And I owe him this role. Wait, he doesn't know what drag is? No, he's aware. He's like, he doesn't He doesn't understand how it intersects with, like, trans or... Which, if you're somebody way on the outside and you're watching Drag Race and they're referring to each other with feminine pronouns, mm. like, so do they consider themselves women? Like, well, no. Well, some... Yeah. But, you know, it's a whole tricky thing. And he straight up said, like, that sounds like a quick way to get in trouble. Because <laughs> gays have long memories. And, uh, yeah. But, um. I hate when you pluralize. I know. I know you hate that. It if really I ever say, you're like, I saw some. Blank, don't, don't say it. Blanks. B L A N K S. I hate it. I always say it for humor. I very rarely say it ignorantly. But, uh,. But, yeah, so the thing is, we'd stick to gay stuff because I feel like we could, I don't want to say get away because it looks like, it it sounds like we're doing something wrong there. Mm -hmm. Like, I just think this is very, because I'm not the first straight guy whose wife had him watch Drag Race, but I've always been into gayer, like, like Rocky Horror, fucking 80s metal, which is extremely homoerotic, if nothing else. Don't ever tell them that, though. What? (laughs) <laughs> Don't ever tell the 80s metal people that they're oh. gay adjacent because they do not like that. Unless it's Rob Halford. Again, they That's took all true. their style cues from Rob Halford of Judas Priest, who was a gay man in the closet, and he was getting all of his things from Leather Daddy bars. <laughs> which is so interesting because now... Something that says Leather Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Discipline Daddy. But now Rob Halford's in his 70s, and he doesn't even have to clean it up anymore, and he's straight up got, like, a septum piercing, and he's got a chain. Well, 
hanging between pierced nipples and shit. Anyway, my point is, as, as a man, I think I could comment on gay media without being ignorant, without be, with being an outsider to it. I think I'd be a little bit more trepidatious, not really for lesbian-related stuff, but then once you get a little more into... I mean, we'll do trans, obviously, because of Pose. But uh, once we get into some of the non-binary, gender-fluid... I'm going to say committed queer as opposed to questioning queer. Mm-hmm. I think so much of that media has to do with defending itself. And rightfully so, it needs to be defended. But so much of that media has to do with defending itself. It might be hard to address that without... Mm really like because I've been uh, again the only reason I feel comfortable saying a lot of these things is I have always been open that I am a work in progress I started behind the eight ball quite a bit because I was not exactly raised the most tolerant uh, gay for whatever reason was never big on that list but because of that I've always I'm been I'm sure it would have been if you were gay oh yeah <laughs> I, I told you when I was going through a big depression at the age of 16 my dad called me he's like so what's what's going on your mom's having trouble I'm like oh, I don't know dad I'm just sad all the time he just goes oh, you're not you're not gay are you so no dad like I'd love you if you were but you gotta check for a second when you were touching cause you just touched my leg uh-huh. and I thought that was what you did to your dad at first like I thought <laughs> it was part of the story and then I was like oh this is just affection hey dad wanna be brothers <laughs> yeah um. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is weird. Yeah. But yeah, like I, I have been upfront that uh, initially with my my first few brushes with the trans community as a younger man were not good. They were with uh, people. I mean, one, I was stealing their partner, so me and that person butted heads and almost fist fighted and stabbed each other a few times. And the other one was also wasn't he technically stealing your partner too? It went back and forth. Yeah, let's not. We had a little, well, swing your partner round and round. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. He or she is going down. Uh, and then and then my cousin. Honey. And, yeah. then, and then my, well, no, because this is a person who was going back and forth. Yeah. And uh, my cousin, who I was very close with, has much more problems thought transitioning would solve their problems and is just a very not agreeable person now but it took me to point out to you that uh, uh, asshole uh trans people aren't necessarily assholes just assholes can be trans right but they weren't an asshole to me until then but that's but stories you've told me i feel like they were in retrospect, it right. comes up. But at the time, it really felt like, oh, this is somebody I was really close with. Okay, they're a lesbian. Okay, they moved away. Okay, they're trans. Okay, now they're fucking mad at me. Yeah. And but they, they are not they, them. But again, this person had such a role in my life in their previous gender. It's, if I, it's hard for me to just stick with one while picturing the other in the head. So I just go with they to be safe. And they don't fucking talk to me anyway, so whatever. My point being... I had to, you know, I had to learn a bit. I wasn't, I didn't just roll over, wake up one day and said, I get it. It, it took me a bit. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm a You're little welcome. more. Yes, you definitely helped. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Don't hold me accountable for anything he says. I, I do enough of that in yeah. our lives. So, yeah, but because it's, it's part of the reason I'm interested. This isn't me trying to co-opt or enter any of these spaces. I'm literally just looking at the media that is being broadcast, and I am very broad. 
Yeah. So, I think it'll be neat. Uh, before we get onto our subject, uh, your mother texted me, which made me think we would be remiss to not mention that during dinner tonight, oh, we God. saw one of the grossest things yeah, it, I have seen personally. It was pretty gross. Uh, if, you're, if you're into grossness, have a child. Yeah, our child sneezed. And we, we, were, we, were eating, we were eating a pasta dinner. And I noticed a minute or so before she's making like a ah, like kind of face, like something's off. Like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, but but she seemed fine. She's a baby. They do that. And then she's sitting on her lap after dinner, and she sneezes like a little achoo, and uh, like half a pinky's worth of a linguine noodle came out of her nose. Yeah, like I had to pull it out. Like and it, and it, it took a little bit of a tug. She, she definitely looked at it like what the fuck, and, and then started no, to cry. Yeah, right as she was like, I didn't like that yeah. feeling. Because yeah. if you've ever had anything go through your upper, like the back of your mouth into your nose and out, my god, I didn't think something solid could really do that. It can. Well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was gross. You're welcome. That was great. Um, so yeah, I have been trying to learn guitar for the 875th time in my life lately. 875th time's charm. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I'm approaching it differently now, where I used to be like, okay, I kind of got this song. I'm mm-hmm. bored. Let's move on. And now I'm going to really try to master a song or two before moving on and I think seeing my progress improve will uh, um, motivate me to continue mm-hmm. so that's how I'm going to approach it but it made me think about being an adult and I, I first tried to pick up a guitar when I was a teenager to be fair but being an adult and doing new hobbies mm-hmm. because some of it is like what what's the end game here like what is my goal with right. guitar like i am a 32 year old woman i'm not trying to be famous mm-hmm. i don't even think i'm trying to be a musician of any kind right so like why why bother I mean, your husband is a musician. I think it's our daughter is going to be musical. If nothing else, she is already a great appreciator of music at 14 months old. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, there's that. Some things are just enjoyable. You know what I think you might need to do? Because I noticed, I only just noticed now, this might be a missing part of your process. I haven't seen you play along with a song that much. Mm, I could do that. So, here's the thing. Not just that helps you get better, but, like, I think to really, really enjoy it you need to actually like play along with it and kind of like rock out a little I bit. I mean I've done that but I feel like you do that once or twice and or my issue is I do it once or twice and then I move on uh, especially because I haven't gotten to a point in a song where like I really mastered a good strumming pattern uh-huh well part of it I mean you learned a Taylor Swift song the other day that doesn't have any guitar in it like there's complicated things here no I was trying to look up a strumming pattern and I was taught an easy one which is just a bunch of downs. Right. Which is kind of boring to keep playing the same three chords down, mm-hmm. but certainly I can make it sound better. Right. I also notice when I play guitar, my voice improves. 
Ah, which I told you is that my voices, I, I, my notes get all fucked up when I try See, to that is one thing I've heard from like all of my musician friends is that it's very strange that I'm better at learning to play guitar while I'm singing. Yes, you're an anomaly. But also, world. I'm talking about I feel like the quality of my voice improves. Mm-hmm. I get better at hearing if I'm off or not, mm-hmm. and how to correct it. Maybe it's just because in like the cacophony, not a cacophony, but like. In the busyness of singing along with the radio or whatever, there's just so much going on, you can't really match your pitch as opposed to you're literally create you're literally creating the correct notes on right. the guitar. Right. Man, so I, I have a memory of being fifteen years old and learning the at the drive in song Cosmonaut, which has this killer breakdown. And I was one of those kids who in high school I got a job at Spencer's and I just spent all my money at Spencer's. Of course. Making my room a love pit oh, that God. no women would come to. <laughs> But, like, black lights, strobe lights, black light posters. And, man, I just remember fucking playing along with that song, Cosmonaut, and just fucking, like, I'm on stage at the arena. I'm awesome. Yeah, so you were, like, Nick Anzopoulos. I'm also a skinny skinny Hispanic guy at the drive-in. Yes, exactly that. That's, oh, I, I loved that feeling so much. So, what's a hobby you've picked up as an adult? I mean, stand-up comedy, really. True, but... Because okay, I, I started at 27. But you don't want it to stay at a hobby. No, I don't want it to stay a hobby. I, um, I don't... Re- I, record collecting? But even that, I'm not a, I'm not a great collector, because like, I don't give a shit about the addition. If I get a cool-looking one, I'll do it. I guess instead of hobby, I should say, what kind of skill have you wanted to pick up as an adult? I wanted to do jujitsu, and I just... Mm-hmm. I can't stick with it because I did it and then I had to stop because of the baby and just the proximity and illness type thing and then I had a surgery coming up like well let me wait till after that and then I pushed that off indefinitely and now I just don't have money or time or don't use my time wisely well for example you want to you it's more obvious why you want to play keyboard but like you you want to pick up violin why is that Oh, well, What's the end game there? I love music, mm-hmm. and I love making it. And on top of that, but part of it is also just, like, a guitarist is a dime a dozen. Like, mm-hmm. if I show, I think they have a, a jam night every Thursday at Grape Room. I show up with a fucking violin. I'm a rock star. I guess if they had something like that and I really learned how to play well, I would do that, too. Yeah, because it is a fun community. It's... It is funny that, like, so much... Like, I'm, I'm a metalhead, but I have no metalhead friends. Even the ones I do have that are into metal, usually they're into, like, different kinds. Mm-hmm. So, but, so it's weird because it's this major interest I've had in my entire life, and none of my peers... I, I have no community from it. Yeah. Well, that's why I think, like, skill is better than hobby, because, like, reading is a hobby of mine, but, like, I don't need a reason for it. I just yeah. read... But I mean, podcasting is definitely I was a hobby. Go- I was going to say, yeah, podcasting for me, too. It'd be cool if something became of it, but I also don't care if it does. Yeah. I really like interviewing people. Mm. Like, it's, uh, it's, uh, I had a podcast. I think it's still streaming somewhere, if you look it up. Uh, Magical Misery Tour. The whole, the whole premise was we talked to uh, comedians about it. We, we're funny people discuss life's unfunniest things. Oh, yeah, that's right. But... We got no attention because it was all Philly comics and I was nobody, but, like, 
I really like those podcasts. It was a we good got, podcast. Yeah, because you listened to it. Yeah. I documented our early love. I on that don't think I've listened to one podcast of yours since we've lived together. That's fine. Just how you get like, okay, I've had enough of you today. I'm like, mm. I hear your voice all the time. Do. I do not need to listen to it more I get on it. my off time. I get it. Uh,. I would, like, drawing is a a thing I try to pick up every couple years again. I'm not bad, but, like, I never stick with it enough to get any any better. I'm just convinced I could never do it. I remember growing up, my dad... You're not a great drawer. My dad could draw very well, and he was also a terrible teacher, because I remember, like, I want to be like daddy and draw, so I was, like, five years old. He's like, what are you trying to draw there, son? Like, I'm trying to draw the rest of the Ultimate Warrior. So he takes the paper and just draws the Ultimate Warrior and hands it to me, like... Dad, I didn't want a picture of the old... I want to be able to draw. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you leave me something besides alcoholism, you fuck? That's funny. My dad and I used to draw when we were younger. But, like, painting something I'd like to pick up. That's the thing, too, as an adult, and as a kid, for that matter, like, you know, when you're even, like, 20 or whatever, you're a lot of developing a skill involves financially investing at least initially and I think that's kind of my problem with guitar too is until I lived with you I didn't have consistent access to one um I I did right I did have an electric guitar when I was learning um and the simple fact is it's not fun to play an electric guitar, especially when you're learning when you don't have an amp. Yeah. Um, and, like, Kara would give me one every now and then. Like, my friend Jeff would, Corinne would. So I'd have it for, like, I don't know, a couple months to a year at a time, but it was just never – so I never bought myself one. Now I always have access to one. I feel like when we get a piano, I might be more interested in seeing about that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's, like, so much initial investment, like – I always wanted to do photography, but, you know, you need... Well, now you don't need a good camera. Anyone can take a picture with an iPhone. But you need a good camera. And, you know, I wanted to do film, which now I have the point and shoot. But, like, again, if you want to do any sort of artistic film photography, there's a lot of upfront investment. There's a lot of learning, which then can cost you money to learn and not do something well, right? Like... I could buy a bunch of paint, but the first, you know, when I'm first learning, it's going to be a lot of wasted paint. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, were you listening? I did. I got distracted by a very sad thought. What's that? I looked at that picture of uh, Violet on my chest, uh-huh. and I picture her if we took that now, and then like, oh, what if she kept getting older and we take it, and like, oh my god, and then on my deathbed, she puts her head on my chest. My ADD is fucking depressing. Oh, I thought you don't have ADD. Uh, I don't know. A doctor hasn't told me I have ADD. My wife, which <laughs> is essentially a diagnosis. I was going to say. I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up to my therapist when I start next week. Yeah, I'm curious. But yeah, so many of my hobbies, it's, the hobbies I drop are like the physical ones. Because unfortunately, the problem is just like I'm an inside boy. Like, I like doing physical activities just for one reason or another. I just, I can't, uh, I can't keep it up and I didn't have the money for it. And not to mention, when I was doing jujitsu, I was only going during the free thing on the weekend, which, you know, made me feel a little fucking like, oh, okay, you're just kind of like getting the cheap shit and not putting any money into this. I respected this dojo. I want to contribute. Well, and as we discussed, as I just said, like, investment 
you know, an ROI, as they like to use right. in the business world, return on investment. Um, it's definitely a thing with music. Uh, it, it, anybody, if you're ever considering buying your kid a guitar, talk to an actual musician first, because I've seen a lot of people like, oh, yeah, I bought my kid his first guitar, and then it's one like yours where like the action is so high that like I have been playing guitar for 23 years and I can't play this guitar yeah it's like no wonder that kid never picked it up and that was Karen Corey's they should have known better wasn't even my guitar well they probably were like here's a spare yeah you know like they were just trying to help me but I didn't think about that either and when I started playing yours it was a lot easier but we talked about gardening on the podcast last week and that Uh is one hobby slash skill that I've gotten into that was a decent amount of money up front and has proved successful. And again, it's like a one-time expense, but it was a lot initially. Um, I mean, I've done like container plants before, but filling an entire garden bed, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's expensive. What would you, what, hobby slash skill would you choose to take up if money were no object? If money were no object. I gotta think about this one too. Yeah. Um, I mean if money and time were no object I definitely want to travel more because even though I have certain phobias with it like I do really like being in new places and meeting new people. I, um, yeah I don't really count that. I think most people would travel I mean, more if they had more. I'd honestly say pursue comedy harder if I didn't have to worry about a fucking day job and, mm-hmm. you know, having to be home. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I know I get bored of it right away, but, man, it's fucking fun when you're there. If money were no object and I just had all of the time in the world, I would love to learn how to, like, sew clothes. Hmm. Okay. I Because there's so much... S-E-W much? (laughs) There's so much that I, style-wise, I like in my head that I won't necessarily be able to find. Um, That it would be really cool to be able to go into a fabric store and pick the exact fabric I want, make the exact thing I want, and I think that'd be really cool. Um, also in the same vein, learn to reupholster furniture. Oh, I would actually, I mean, I don't know enough about it to know how it actually works, but I know my friend Casey from Josh and Casey, older non-polyamorous Josh and Casey. Um, yeah, Casey comes from a family of upholsterers. Oh, wow. So they all just like know that. Yeah, that's really cool. It's weird. I used to do, like, crocheting, and again, like a lot of my hobbies, I would hit a plateau and not really push forward, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing with crocheting, too. Like, it is an investment. Like, yarn is expensive. Good yarn is expensive. If you want it to look nice, you need good yarn. Sure, you could get, like, the skeins that are, like, $3, and it's going to look and feel like shit. Yeah. Um, Oh, I have two. Yeah. Um, woodworking. Ooh. Which I would, just because, again, I started, it just sucks. So when I was a kid, I worked as an assistant for my stepfather, who was a carpenter, every summer. And, like, I liked building shit. It's just so much of that I associate with waking up at 6 a.m. in the summer, it being fucking hot, getting yelled at. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of like, also, I have a weird thing with sandpaper. 
which just makes me like it makes my fucking spine like you get the chills yeah I, I don't like nails on the chalkboard exactly um other than that cars I I am not very mechanical in nature but like I have always liked when I could fix something wrong with my car I love doing it on my own mm-hmm. but uh it's just such a like I never un- the guys who are like into cars spend every fucking dime they have on garbage parts and I didn't like it that much yeah so and, I th- and I didn't have access to the tools I think it'd be cool to take a dance class as an adult I'd be interested in that uh god you know what I'd love to pick back up is like yoga in an actual class uh-huh. I just again money and child and you not making a ton and us wanting to do other things it's just low yeah, on you, the- already, you already mentioned money you didn't have to and also, you not making money. No, no, no. <laughs> but, like, you're not happy with where you are right yeah, now. That's I, what it is. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't like my job. I'm not concerned, but you are. So it's low on the priority scale for me. Tell you what, I'm sowing. I'm sowing discontent among my coworkers at this place. Oh, God, maybe you shouldn't say that on the podcast. I'm going I'm to be the Lenin of this communications en- energy. What the fuck is that? Agency. Never mind. <laughs> he said energy instead of agency. We can't trust this guy. No, but as a couple, if one of us does not feel secure, both of us feels yeah. insecure. Well, I, I think mm-hmm. we're fine. But it's it's a challenge. Ooh, I got one. Uh, this would depend on an entirely different locale. Surfing. You'd want to surf? Yes. Kara's sister has picked up surfing later in her life after moving to California. Yeah. I've never had any interest in surfing, even if I lived in, like, Rincon. Like, I would never fucking... What's Rincon? Rincon is, like, the really big surf city in Puerto Rico that, like, Uh, it's, like, that is the surf place. You know what the hilarious thing is? As much as I love the water, I've never been a strong swimmer. My bo- really? My body's put together weird. I don't. I don't. Lovely. F- I don't float well. I love hearing that when you go into the ocean. I don't go in that deep. Yeah. But yeah, I just I for whatever reason my my fat fucking stomach just sinks me like a rock. My dad was a very agile swimmer at a very young age. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, someone pushed him into a pool at like four years old, and he just figured it out. That's how you do it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Accidentally, I, I could just see your father I making fell into your it. father making an awkward brag. Like I'm far more buoyant than you would think. <laughs> to look at me. You know, buoyancy works and such and such. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um, yeah, it, I feel like I have a decent amount of hobbies to lean into as an adult. I think it'll be easier once our child is in school. Are there any hobbies that have zero appeal for you? I just said surfing. Surfing. I just had the thought. But I don't have access to surfing. Uh, beer brewing looks so fucking tedious to me. Home yeah. Brewing. Interesting. There are definitely things that have looked tedious to me. I'm trying to think. My dad got very into brewing kombucha. I Mm. Never have any desire to do that. It looks disgusting to do. I've never understood stamps or baseball cards. That's collecting. It, collecting is a hobby. Right. You gonna tell me collecting ain't a hobby? Shit. No, no, no. But my point being is like, stamps and baseball cards might not appeal to mm. you, but like you just said, records do. Oh, so here's here's a weird one. Uh, former roommate Tommy, who's an asshole and I don't talk to anymore. You name so many people on here. I don't care. His his father. Rest in peace, Mr. K. Uh, 
was a collector of padlocks. Okay. And he would go to conventions. That's strange. And, like, I saw all these photos and I saw his collection. Like, this is... There's something cool about this. I would never get into it. It's fucking doofy, but... It's kind of cool. Just a big, fat padlock. You know what's a weird hobby that I wouldn't mind, but is, like, so much an old lady hobby? Hmm. I feel ridiculous even Old magazines? Oh, old magazines? Like, uh... No. Your grandpa? No. Floral arrangement. Mm. I feel like I could get very into floral arrangement. We got my cousin Ron on here. He's a... I think he's a florist. Interesting. Yeah. Um... Is that the one with... What? I, I, I don't know. What? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's just say he could be on another one of my podcasts. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Don't turn away from the microphone when you're thinking out loud. Oh. <laughs> I, got a hobby. I got a hobby for you, audio production. I'm pondering, and it requires me to... To turn my head in thought. Perry, Perry, pondering. I'm very pensive. Perry the pensive ponderer. Um. This summer on PBS. Yeah, Perry the pensive. Yeah, it sounds like something that'd be on BBC. Trying to think. What are your hobbies, people out there? Right in. Why not? Right in. Right in. 021-34. Send it to Zoom. Oh, God. (laughs) I never got into Zoom. Really? I think, yeah. how Speaking old were you PBS, when I was on? Uh, I, I remember, like, my first girlfriend, like, loved it. Like, like those people are my heroes. This was, like, we were too old for it at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what the, part of it, though, is I was such a Nickelodeon kid. That's just it. I love the Nicktoons. I love Stick Stickly. Fucking uh, Slime, Gak, Nickelodeon they, Magazine. They list learning as a hobby. Learning is a hobby. That's sad. Um, wait, you didn't watch Arthur? I was too old for Arthur. Oh, I fucking... Kenny, Kenny watched I, Arthur. Oh, that makes sense. He's a year younger than me. I fucking loved Arthur. Oh, God. Have you seen the meme of, uh, of... Mr. Bi- Rappern? No, no, no. Of, of Binky listening to music? Binky. I think his name was Binky. He has, like, the bulldog face. I don't think his name is Binky. What the fuck? Hold on. Maybe I'm wrong, but... Now I'm curious. Oh, it is Binky? Yep. That's his name? Where? Hold on, I gotta look this up. But I gotta at least see what Binky... I'm gonna look up Binky Arthur. I'm trying to find this meme. Is it the mean guy? I think... Yeah. Alright, hold on. And one of them is with Dream Theater. Uh, Wait, it's a meme with Binky and Dream Theater? No, it's him with a ton of music. Alright, whatever. This one is Pink Floyd. So just look up Binky Discovers Pink Floyd. Oh, I feel like I was just on another planet. Wonder if this is what it's like to be Buster. He's putting on headphones that Arthur's listening to. When do they stop tuning their instruments and play the music? That is the music. Binky floats away, caught it's up in the tunes. Uh, background. There's tons of these with people changing the music, like like the uh, industrial goths dancing. What does it? Cyber goths. Does this all happen? In the show, yes. Oh, what is he listening to? I'll pull up the original after this, but this is the fun. What on earth was that? 
Yeah. It reminds me of the Bobby Guys, Hill one that went around. Uh, that was like Hank being like, "What the hell are you listening to?" And, and oh yeah, that's not a meme though. That's a video. It's still a meme. That's not a meme. So yeah, this is the original. I don't know what it is. Just but yeah, that's the original animation. Just trippy seaport shapes. The Pink Floyd one almost isn't as funny because, seeing that because it's just more psychedelic music. But no, no, no but people put everything. Well, to yes, this. They but put that's why I said Al. the Pink Floyd. The first isn't. one I saw was a Dream Theater one. I just can't find. Wait, it. Binky's real name is Shelley. Ew, that's unfortunate. With an E, like Mary Shelley. Like yeah, okay, this one. Yeah, is Hank, yeah. Hank Hill listens to right when he takes <laughs> listens, listens to Death Grips. Come on. What's your list? First episode. Oh. Two, son. I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. I don't think you fuck it's all toilet sounds. Let me tell you, Bobby. There's nothing funny about the. Yeah. I'm sorry for your ears, good folk out there. Sorry, guys. Oh, wow. I didn't even look at the fucking spectrograph. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Can you, like, turn that down? Yeah, I'll, I'll go through and do that. <laughs> Audio engineer, please fix. So, so, yeah. Anything else about hobbies you guys say? Uh, hobbies are good. They are enriching to what's people. A, what's the What's the next hobby you hope to take on? It's it's jujitsu. Okay. I I need a physical mm. hobby that is healthy, that makes me want a gun less. <laughs> Actually, I'm just gonna skip it and go right to guns. Guns. Guns are my next thing. Uh, NRA till I die. Second Amendment. This Please has been the Goth Mom podcast. <laughs> Why do you say things on my podcast? This has been the Gothmon Podcast, as we always say. From my cold, dead hands. I don't think we've ever said that. Yeah, that's the joke. I don't get it. The joke is I'm commandeering your podcast and pretending it's been Second Amendment the entire time. Oh, I get it. From my cold... I thought you were, like, quoting a movie. Like, Well, Charlton Heston part. said that a lot, so... Oh. And he says a lot of things in movies. So I, I, I could now. see the confusion. Oh. Exactly. You could easily take it from his cold, dead hands now. It's like, you go back and watch The Omega Man, and it is, like, gone porn. It's really a bummer that he's Moses. Back here into <laughs> Sorry. the Sorry. It's really a bummer that he's Moses. That's all yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, it is. Oh, Moses. Okay. Top three actors that should play Moses. Number one, David Bowie. All right. Have a good one, guys. He played Judas. Bye.